Welcome to HeatCast, the official podcast of Heat Changed It. As always, I am Mike Chisholm. As always, I'm excited to be here. I'm really excited today because we've got a rad guest who he and I can just go and go and go for hours. It's a returning guest. Uh, I'm very excited to start talking to Gene here. But before I do, I must do the obligatory. If you have not downloaded the He app, what are you waiting for? Go to HeChangedIt.com. Go to your Google store or your iPhone store. Look up He Changed It. Find the He app. Download it. If you haven't shared or subscribed the podcast, subscribe to this podcast, please do. Uh, the Heat Changed Overlords, as I like to say, um, are very happy when the metrics show that people are sharing and subscribing. So please, please do that. We're so excited about where Heat Changed It is going. Lots of cool things to announce. Lots of amazing things to happen uh, that are coming down the pipe. But today we are going to talk to a coach. Is he a life coach? Is he an enjoyment coach? Is he a happiness coach? What kind of coach is he? Gene Bernier is a coach that helps people clarify where they're at, where they're going, and helps them get there with a smile on their face <laughs> as many times as possible. He is one of the very first guests that we have had on the podcast. Uh, and we have always said to many of our guests, please come back, please come back. Now we're starting to, uh, to get those receipts in and we're having Gene back here right now. We also have uh, a very cool distinction. Gene, did we get you, inspire you to start your own podcast? Is that how it started? Is that how Peel Back started? It was actually a big part about that. So the, <laughs> the live cast conversations with Powered by Peel Back yeah. was definitely inspired by sitting across this table going, well, maybe I can do this and hearing my own voice on, I think it was episode nine. Yeah, it was like, real early. Like, who is that guy? Man, <laughs> he sounds good. Well, maybe I can do this. And you just start one show at a time. And now we're up to, uh, I'm doing 73 this Wednesday. 73. Okay, so that's since episode nine. So you have been going crazy this last year and a bit. It's been busy. Okay, so let's tell everybody, first and foremost, let's tell everybody where they can find you. Let's plug the show right now. All right, so peelback.com uh, so uh, will take you to the primary site. So we stream every Wednesday on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and even Twitch and Twitter now. So it's all over the place. So if you look for Livecast Conversations with you'll find uh, the playlist on YouTube or you just search up Peel Back. It's spelled P-E-A-L-E-D, Back. Uh, so it's spelled wrong on purpose because it's an acronym for Presley, Elliot, Alice, and Logan, who are my children. Oh, my God. You hit us right in the feels with that one. <laughs> That's very, very cool. Okay. And so um, I talked earlier in the in the teaser a little bit about what kind of a coach are you? I know that that is something that you're kind of playing with right yeah. now. The idea of going, okay, am I a life coach? Am I this? Am I that? Uh, you were talking about being an enjoyment coach, happiness coach for a while yeah. there. But at the end of the day, you're still kind of finding your place in the coaching world. Oh, yeah. Big how's, time. How's, that, uh, how's that progress going? Oh, uh, well, that's a very loaded question. Yeah. So the, the progress is I enjoy the progress. So I'll put it that way. So originally when I started doing coaching, I called myself an enjoyment coach. Why? Because I wanted more enjoyment in my life. I'm like, this makes sense. I don't know anybody else who's an enjoyment coach. So there's enough of like a little bit of a, a riff to cause some questions for people to go. Oh, I like your title. You're like disturbing and intriguing. An enjoyment yeah. coach. I wonder what an enjoyment coach is, exactly. right? That's, that was your line of thinking. That, that was the original the... line of thinking. And I plus, get it. I love giving myself my own title. So sure. for the last <laughs> little while, I've had, you know, when I ran a company called Cheeky Monkey, I was the chief, uh, what was I, the, the chief banana peeler? No, I was the uh, <laughs> chief monkey rancher. And, you know, much funner than saying CTO or anything along sure, those lines. Absolutely. And so when it came to starting Peel Back, I'm like, I get to create another title. This is great. <laughs> and then I realized I was causing a lot of confusion. Yeah. But, you know, you know, so if I wasn't clear about what an enjoyment coach was, then who else could be clear about right. what an enjoyment coach is? Right. So at the end of the day, is anyone sitting around going man, I just need more enjoyment in my life and my business. <laughs> Maybe deep down. Even though are, we do. We do. But we don't but talk that, about it. But that's not the initial pain, right? Like that's like, yeah. what are all the symptoms? And be like, well, I've got frustration. I don't know where I'm going. I feel like I'm in a fog. Be like, when I look in the mirror, do I even know the person who's standing in front of me anymore on that other side of the mirror? Am I avoiding challenging things? Be like, these are all the rapper, like all the top line symptoms that people are going to have. Be like, we start to address that. All of a sudden, be like, well, I'm actually a little bit more happier in my life. I got a little bit more enjoyment. 
So now it's just coming to this reality that I need to actually speak, not what I desire, but like, what are the things that I can help with and how can I help those? Cause I've been the guy that's been in all those spots before. Yeah. So right now you're calling yourself a coach, just a coach. Okay. So let's go to the, let's go back to that place though. The people right. who are in frustration, the people who are, you know, spinning their wheels, so to speak, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we're recording this in Canada in the winter time. <laughs> a lot of people spinning a lot of wheels right now. Um, when people are spinning their wheels and that's the focal point, the yeah. frustration, the anxiety, the worry, it's not the flip side. It's not, I wish I had more happiness and enjoyment in my no. life. I want, they, they just kind of get, laser focused on that stuff yeah if we want to play on the spinning our wheels a bit in the the snow like they're stuck it's just like they're wishing they had four by four they could get out of this thing maybe they needed a shovel and they wish they would have brought their shovel with them right to dig themselves out and you get so focused on that it's just like i don't want this pain i don't want this pain i don't want this pain well what are you focusing on yeah focusing on the pain and where we focus and where we put our attention we get more of that right absolutely and sometimes you need somebody to come along going, hey, what are you doing? Well, I'd, what? I'm like, what are you doing? What, why are you just digging this hole? I'm not, I'm trying to dig up. Be like, that's nah, not how that works. Here's the ladder. Let's get you out. Now let's figure out what's going on in, in your world, right? I, I found through my training and everything else and working with clients, it really comes down to perspectives. Yes. It's like that when we're digging that hole, we're stuck in that one perspective. Yeah. And then when somebody else that you can trust will come along and be like, hey, what if we looked at it from this angle? What about this angle over here? And we start having an opportunity just to break them out to go, okay, I'll step over here. Great. Now tell me what it feels like to be over here. What is available to you when you stand over here? Yes. Like, oh, well, actually, there's a ramp out or I could use these rock holds to get out of this hole. Exactly. Right. So I think coaching really just comes down for me is like, how can I get other people to stand in a different perspective first? Then how can I get them to feel that perspective? And then what's the actions that they can take from that perspective? I love the I love the starting point. What if, you know, yeah. and, and I mean, right now, I think that we're, we're in such polarized times. Like if you look at our, our neighbors down south politically, oh, yeah. right? You look at the Americans and, and where they're at politically, how, how when people are disagreeing with each other, it's like for many people like mortal hatred for oh. each other. Right. And, and, and you look at COVID and where yeah. people are at when it comes to everyone's got a, not everyone, but, but many people have got very, very strong opinions on things and they entrench. Yeah. And I love the idea because at the end of the day, I haven't met a ton of entrenched people who are enjoying their life, <laughs> whatever it is, whether, whatever it is they're entrenched in. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I haven't met a lot of people who are, who are, who are throwing grenades over the wall yeah. at somebody else and really, if you were to sit them down and say, hey, you're having a fulfilled, enjoy, enjoying life right now. I'm not seeing a lot of people who would say yes to that. No, it, well, that kind of stuff becomes their jailer, right? Like it's yeah. almost, like it's like the chains are on your hands. You're like, oh, they're so locked on. I'll take somebody to just be like, they were never locked in the first place. They were just draped over it. Yeah. And your move of saying, what if? What if it looked like this? Like just the idea of not, and I think many times we should all over each other. That's a, that's a used tired <laughs> cliche yeah. that, that we've read in a million personal development books. You know, oh, we don't should all over that. Someone, you should do this. You should do yeah. that. I love how you come to them and say, hey, what if? Yeah. Like if to me is a, is a word of possibilities. And the idea of what if, what if you looked at things this way? Yeah. And, and, and just opening up the idea that something different to what you're doing could lead you to a different destination. And it seems elementary and I guess it kind of is, but when our emotions get all ramped up, elementary goes out the window. Oh, big time, right? Like (laughs) everything shuts down, especially if you get into like a heightened emotional state, be like, well, our brains were developed. They're they're a survival tool. They're there to help us survive. And all those emotions have a place and have a time. And they also have a message, right? But if you don't slow down, you don't take the breath to feel like where in your body is that emotion showing up like mm. just get really aware with the energy it can't dissipate you can't hear what it's trying to tell you be like yes that email or that message from your boss might spike your heart and everything else but is it the end of the world right can you face it have you faced it before yeah yes you can yes you are yeah. and it's just about like seeing it and and understanding that this too shall pass and sometimes when you don't realize that or can't see beyond it, 
get stuck in it, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's just that stuck that causes all the problems that you were just talking about, right? Like that at no point is, do we live a world where it's ones and zeros? Yep. That's just not the, re- that's not the human experience. No. And when did we get to this point that we couldn't have disagreements? Yes. And still be friends? Yes. So what if we pulled that back to ourselves? What right. if we could disagree with something that a, a thought that comes up, be like, whoa, does that make me a bad person? No, that's just, that's just thought. And it's okay. Disagree with it. Let it go. Still be friends with yourself. Yeah. You know, what you're talking about there is an awareness where I think, I think what happens for a lot of people is um, the blinders kind of go on yeah. and the autopilot gets engaged and, 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 and life is just going through the motions for some of those people. And, and what you're talking about there, anybody can do, it's oh, yeah. the uh, analyzing uh, where you're at, what you're thinking. And many times when we do analyze it, whatever, whatever uh, analogy you want to tell yourself, holy smokes, I'm jealous of this person. So I want to cut this cord. Yeah. I want to cut that cord of jealousy, right? Great. That's a, that's a great way of looking at it. I want to, I want to take this. Oh man, I'm feeling, uh, really stressed about work right now. So I'm going to pray about it, whatever. Okay. Um, I'm going to talk to my friend about what I'm going through right now. Okay. Whatever mechanism that we use to release that stuff and to get unstuck. The key comes down to the reason that analyzation happens in the first place is because you've been aware of it and you take the autopilot off and you reflect And I think that that is a key that we are missing. We're not given encouragement through some of these different channels to reflect on things. You know, um, I look at what some of the, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about vaccine or anti-vaccine or anything like that, but one of the, there's lots of little snappy phrases out there, you know, educate before you vaccinate. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Fair enough. But what are you educating yourself on? What are you becoming aware of? Yeah. And, and if you decide to just stop and make your life like still water for a second and start analyzing these things, these decisions, these mechanisms can be put into place. Oh, yeah. Why do you think we don't do that enough? Oh, we're not taught. Yeah. Plain and simple, right? Like that's not been part of like, there's no no shade to the education system at all. But like, that's just. It's not a focal point. It, it wasn't a focal point, at least yeah. not when I went to school. Now that's, now I see in my kids that things are changing, right? And like, they're talking about like filling the, bu- like the, the emotional bucket and taking dips and stuff from it and awareness and that's meditation. Amazing. So like those kind of things are coming into it. But like for the longest time, a lot of that was like woo woo, right? Yeah. And it's. It may be, and some of it may may totally be, but like the reality is like this concept of meta awareness where you're like watching your own mind, like analyzing what's happening right now. Yes. So you can actually take that third person view of like, wow, my body and my mind are going through something. And as soon as you're doing that, you're basically going into the control room of it all going, huh, what's happening here? Yeah. What's, what's really occurring? Yes. Oh, I'm having an emotional experience. What would I call this emotional experience? (laughs) (laughs) Name it and tame it. Studies have shown it is a real thing, right? So as soon as you can like view what is happening from that meta awareness standpoint, stuff all starts to dissipate and you start to look at it differently. But if you stay stuck in it, wow, a world, uh, a life driven by your reactions is a, it's a tough one, right? It's it, like, constant it, fight, fight or flight, right? It, it's con- And I think it's a, a place where so much stress and everything else comes from. Like we have, a, I don't know, there's a lot of people just in my own circle that I know that have different like autoimmune diseases and stuff like that. And I'm no doctor, but I guarantee you a big part of that is due to like constant stress. Yeah. Right? Like our, our bodies are fighting themselves because everything with stress like stress is a good thing when moderate yes stress is not a good thing when it's on all the time yes right so if you're constantly living from like just i have to react i have to react i have to react be like that's a stressful thing yeah because you've never given yourself a a moment to break go okay Mm. now what yes right so i always thought there's a component of like everyone's going to have a reaction Mm -hmm. whatever reaction that is that is okay and that is the right reaction but you can put a pause there before you do a response yeah now if your reaction response are connected be like that's when you start living in a really like chaotic hectic 
space because now your life's being controlled by these reactions. Right. These reactions are things that are coming up from your subconscious that you've learned over. I'm almost 42. So 42 years of information. Yep. So this things come up subconscious like, bam, here's a reaction that Lord only knows at what, why some of those things happen, but you can have that. If you're like, whoa, what's happening here? You feel it in your body. You put that pause. Is this the response I want? Is yeah. this the response that serves me long term? Yes. No. Okay. Then respond from like a truthful place. Respond from a brave place and move forward and then start program. You can start reprogramming yourself to go, oh, this is the type of what we want to do. We can have this reaction, but we can still have this pause before we have the response. I think that was actually something we talked about on the first episode yeah. like about that too, right? So it's still really comes up in in what i do nowadays well, okay so my first uh thought goes to my dad because my dad had anger issues he's conquered them and we've yeah. talked about it. he and i he's been a guest on the podcast we real vulnerable about it and talked about it it's been great but he he talks about this all the time how he has this new process yeah. you know uh, he it's okay to feel angry 100 it's, it's not okay to act angry and and you know it's okay to feel angry it's not okay to knock over tables yeah and 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 chairs and throw things or whatever and the feeling angry, all you got to do is just create a new process. And if you're used to throwing tables around, that's what your brain's going to tell you to do. If yeah. you tell your brain, no, 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 throwing tables is bad. I'm going <laughs> to journal instead. Yeah. I'm going to hit a punching bag instead. Yeah. I'm going to go work out instead. I'm going to, um, whatever, yeah. whatever it is to get it out. Um, I'm going to do that instead. That's what your body will then start to uh, expect and yeah. want you to do. Oh yeah. And it's not just anger. It's all sorts of other behavioral things that we do. The key yeah. is getting into that control room. Like you were talking about. Well, exactly. Like I think when I look at emotions, it's just like it's energy in motion, right? So how are we going to use that energy? Anger can be a very useful tool. Absolutely. And if wielded without great responsibility, be like, well, you're, it can cause a lot of damage, yeah. but so can any of these other emotions, right? Yeah. Like, there's the toxic positivity is a thing that comes out a lot more too. Is I want to talk like, about this. I've been hearing more about, I've been a positive person my whole life. Yeah. And so when I hear toxic positivity, sometimes I get like, I get my back up a little bit. It's like, okay, well, what the shit, what the hell is that? Like, <laughs> let's talk about toxic positivity for a well, second. Like, I think just this whole like toxic period, I think uh, maybe it's Tony Robbins that talks about this yeah. uh, where he's just like fed up with hearing about toxic fill in the blank yeah like, yeah yeah it's a it's a word that's getting it, it, tread on very well just, isn't it it's overused if, it, <laughs> if it's not if something's not working for you just fucking own that yeah and just get over it and deal with it um you know like so where we where i think this whole concept of toxic positivity is just like this the idea of like well just like affirmation your way into a better life right Be like Bullshit. Sizzle, but no steak. It's, it's, there's no substance it, 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 to it. There's no substance to it, right? right? You right, can right. look in the mirror and if you are in a really down spot, you can say, gosh, darn it. I'm a good person and people mm -hmm. like me mm -hmm. until the cows come home. But your whole body is just going, no, no, no. So what you're really telling yourself is I'm a liar. Oh my God. Oh, so I'm lying to myself again. Wow. Look, if you lie to yourself, who else are you going to lie to? Right? Like, oh that, man, that a is a fantastic way of describing it. Start to get to it, right? Like, yeah. oh, I'll be like, just be happy. Be like, I, I can't be right now. Right. And that's okay. Be like, you, I think it's just like put, trying to put positivity as a band aid over top of everything is like, it's not the right tool at always at the right time. Is it something to work towards? Yes, we can live a very positive life, but do all things that happen within our life, are they positive? No, like, yeah. like take your guys's book for, for yeah. an example, right? Yeah. Like that was a, a situation that no one would say was positive, but the book as a result in the way that you tell the story, well, there's a positive outcome from that, right? Yes. And that your granddaughter is healthy and doing well. That's yes. a positive outcome. But in that point, and even reading from your book, be like, I like there was times that, that there was no way probably getting through to anybody going, don't worry, Mike, this is going to be all right. Be yeah. like, you wouldn't want to hear that. That wouldn't right? have helped. And, and that it, would have just pushed you further know what? away. I'll, I'll tell you this straight up. Uh, it happened. Yeah. Happened a couple times. I, I, two people come into my mind right now where, and I mean, we didn't write about them particularly in the book, but their responses to us at that point were inappropriate and could be considered that, that uh, if you want to use that uh, positivity in a negative way, yeah. because it was 
Um, it wasn't substance based at all. It was straight up just airy fairy right on the surface of things, not realistic yeah. to the situation that we were going through. That's a, that's a good way of putting it. And, and I mean, I think true positivity, that's, that's how I, that's how I'm able to kind of, um, articulate the idea that there is toxic positivity out there versus who, what, what my nature is, which yeah. is very positive and not get my back up when I hear it yeah. is the fact that, okay, yes. Can I try and take a negative situation and make positive out of it? There are fa- people that are faith-based that are in my life that say, okay, God can take any situation and, and, and turn it um, into a blessing. Yeah. That's how they view it. They view it through their faith perspective. You can also view it through a mindset perspective. Yeah. Know what, you know what? I went through the shit. But because I went through the shit, I'm going to try and help people when they're going through the shit or help people avoid going through the shit, yeah. uh, you know, and, and that's a positive net result of going through something really hard. Oh, yeah. Right. And, you know, I think people of service, regardless of what industry they're in, yeah. is like, that's really like, that's all we're trying to do is be like, oh, I went through the shit and we all go through it in some shape or form. So, like, well, I'm not here to compare people's shit from one thing to the other. Mm-mm. Be like, you all, everybody has their own experience. And getting through it and then helping others is like, that's, that's the win. Yeah. Right. And just sometimes you just need to stand in the puddle with them for a moment and be like, I'm just here. Do you do that as a coach? Oh yeah. Okay. So like, give me a, give me a hypothetical slash realistic example of, of, of someone who's going through something and you go stand in the puddle. What is that? What is that like? That's a tough one. Okay. Cause now, now I'm like, Oh relationship stuff is that a big one like what's what's some of the stuff that you hear more of is it is it purpose stuff like guys are like oh like what i don't know what like that that itch they can't scratch is it intangible or is it a lot of tangible stuff like i would like to have a deeper connection with x i'd like to have a better time at work i'd like to like every example you've just given yes yes (laughs) yes right like let's just talk about deeper relationships right like or like what does even relationships mean like or you know they've gotten into a fight with a a partner a business partner a love connection um or they're having a challenging co-parenting situation it's like sometimes you just need to be like yep that is happening right now right cool now let's let that dissipate for a hot minute and when they're ready, because in a coaching environment, it's different than if I were to come to you as a friend going, give you a hug and be like, cry about the sit- in your situation with your granddaughter versus a coach would be like, that sucks. Let's stand in it for a second. Feel it. Okay. And what else? Right. What next? What are you feeling from this? Right. What's available to you from here? Right. Like from that standpoint, we can start to talk about maybe I can start to shift you into a perspective. Tell me about the fun of this. Tell me about, you know, for you, I, we could nail into the cat ears, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. tell me about what the fun really meant to you. Yeah. How that brought your positivity through. Right. Now we've added to your well. So you can go back and be like, oh, I've been in this shit. Be like, oh, and here's an opportunity. Here's where I made it fun. Here's where I brought my positivity. So this is possible. So when you sit in front of that mirror, we go back to that affirmation. Be like, Mm -hmm. I have brought the fun. I know how to bring the fun. Now that you're no longer lying to yourself. Okay, so so right now what we've done is a, a very good, inadvertently, uh, done a very good commercial um, for, for for guys to think about either therapy or coaching or things yeah. like that. Because both of those scenarios you just talked about are necessary. Oh, 100%. Like, like the friend just sitting there in it with you, yeah. you know, so you're not alone. Um, that is a super necessary thing. Mm-hmm. Whatever, what, you know, that, that relationship, that close relationship, yeah. whoever they might be. Um, but then the idea, and this is, you know, for guys out there who have, have, have a hard time cracking through the granite layered thick idea that therapy or being coached is weakness. Oh. First and foremost, any athletic endeavor you've ever done, boys, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you've if you've had, had a, a great coach, yeah. Think about people who are champions and who how, yeah. how important their coach is to them. Oh, yeah. And, and, and it's, the thing about that is it's so hyper-focused with athletics, but life can be like that. And if you can have somebody who isn't just the friend sitting there with you, accepting what's happening, or at least helping you try to accept that it's happening. If you got somebody there that's actually there saying, okay, now that we've accepted it, we can tactically react this way or this way or this way, or have you thought about it this way or done yeah. it that way in a professional sense? Because the professional doesn't bring the emotion 
attached that the friend necessarily would. That's right. And they bring, you know, a, a roadmap yeah. of ideas of places that you can go from where you're at. And the one thing that I am truly, truly um, convinced of is that there is nothing new under the sun. Oh, no. There are no brand new problems. No. And so we have a wealth of, of, of knowledge. And I mean, people like you, that's what you, you do. I mean, how much of your existence is repeating itself? Like how much oh. of what you do is the exact same solution yeah. for a different problem or a different person? I mean, it, it, there's probably only three or four different kind of routes, right? Uh, <laughs> I laugh only because I like literally had that thought this morning. Um, <laughs> no, like it really is. It's like we, we we have this incredible thing called a mind mm -hmm. and it is a powerful tool. Um, but it's like a scalpel and a knife. Am I going to use a knife to sew up my pants? Am I going to use a knife to open a door? Mm -hmm. Right? Like th this knife can overcreate things and like just it, it, the mind is so powerful at creating that it, it thinks us into really crappy situations and overcomplicates it. Right. Yes. Get right back to keep, you know, Keep it simple, silly. Uh, <laughs> or stupid. Or stupid. Or well, shithead. Whatever you need. Whatever that last S works for you, you fill it in. Yeah. Like, what are the simplest pieces? And more often than not, it's all these same little habits and patterns that kind of show up. These one, two, three steps that you can take to get out of whatever situation you're in. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like a big part of it is take the first step. Find one thing, right? It, it really is about just finding one thing. Like I'll, I'll pull this back to like my morning routine. How does it all happen? Like I don't get to doing my workout or my meditation until I've walked down the stairs, until I've brushed my teeth and still until I've gone to the bathroom. And none of that happens until my first foot hits the ground. Right. So what is the, all those simple little bits that gets you started? How do you get started on any of this stuff? You got to take that one step and it's got to be a super simple step. Because the more we complicate it, the worse it's going to get. Like our ego and our mind, powerful tools. They can either be an ally or they're your greatest, greatest right. enemy. Yeah. Uh, well, I use in the financial world, I use the, uh, you know, it's it's a chainsaw. Money's like a chainsaw. It's a powerful tool. Yeah. You know, chainsaws can do all sorts. It can save you, you know, months of work yeah. in a day. Right. Um, but if not used properly, it can also, you know, chop, chop your leg off. I was going to say, it's going to chop your leg off if you're not careful. Yeah. And it. our yeah. minds are like that yeah. too. You know, when, when we do, especially when we act emotionally yeah. off the cuff and we haven't tamed our mind and, and, and we let it just run rough shot, yeah. it many times does get us into trouble. And that's when some of those impulsive, um, damaging decisions can be made. Oh, and, and then you're, you're digging out of it. You're just adding onto your pile. Yeah. And it's, it's weird because you will have to rectify it at some point. <laughs> well, it will take it right back to money. Be like, well, it's like taking debt, right? Like uh, you can spend your credit card. Well, it feels good in the moment. Yeah. You got to pay it. Yeah. Oh, and there's interest. Yep. And that shit compounds. Absolutely. But you know, just like in the financial world, be like, if you make investments, that stuff also compounds, yep. right? So you start with $1 and eventually you're going to have a lot if you yep. keep compounding it and adding to it. Um, and look at your chainsaw. Uh, metaphor as well well that chainsaw doesn't work as well if you're not sharpening the blade oh man great point right like you, you've got yes. to keep sharpening it you've got to do the you gotta put oil in it you gotta oil and you gotta take care of it and that's that whole like everything in it you just got to take care of it and it'll take care of you and 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 for our viewers and listeners just so you're aware i'm not trying to get y'all to get gene as a coach here that's what i'm trying to do but what, I, what we are trying but to say should. is but you should damn right you should um but but what i'm trying to say is that this stuff here is every bit as powerful as getting your ten thousand steps in a day or going to the gym or having a job that that, that strenuously will keep your body kind of oiled and doing its thing like every bit as powerful as and we all know like yeah. it doesn't matter where we're at from a fitness standpoint, we all know that exercise is good for our body. We yeah. all know that. We all know if we take care of our body, our body will take care of us. We all know that. What we don't all know, especially us guys, many times is doing some personal development. Whatever that is, whether it's reading a book, whether it's it's journaling, all of those things are important. But when you can have somebody 
in your corner that can interact. I can't interact with a book. I yeah. hey, I'm a, love my personal development books. They're great, yeah. but I can't interact with them. On the very rare occasion, I go to the author and we can have a little back and forth. Great. But there is nothing like having that extra set of eyes, that extra set of ears, especially the ears they listen to you. That's what the, yeah. these professional coaches do. They listen to you more than your friends do. Oh yeah. You, that's well, what, that's your well, biggest skill is uh, listening, right? Yeah. Yes. And I think there's a component of like, there's that listening and then there's the being understood. Uh, right. So I think okay. that is like even a much more powerful component of it. Right. Especially when you're trying to work through and figure out like, where are you stuck? Like, what is the challenge point? Sometimes, you know, you're going to sit across from the table and tell me this, this story. And I'm going to at some point stop and be like, this is what I'm hearing. I'm going to bottom line it. Yeah. And you're going to be like, oh, I just felt heard. Right. There's a difference between be, like listening and being heard. Now all of a sudden you feel heard. Your defenses are going to come down. Completely different ballgame. We're, we're in a different ballgame now, right? Because you're just like, oh, I'm accepted, right? Like it, it's the Gottman's lab. Like when they do the figuring out who's going to get divorced at the end of the day, who who's the ones getting divorced? The ones where the part one, one of the partners do not feel understood. Right. That, 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 that's that, being, that's where resentment builds up and yeah. whatnot, right? Like you don't know me, you don't hear me, you don't want to like, and that's when that the chords can be cut in a really bad way. Yeah. And when you are understood, well, it like you actually will be like, you probably feel this flush in your body. Yeah. I know I do. It's just like, there's a light on me and I I'm feeling like seen like the fences are all down. Like this is the real me on this topic. Okay. Now we can really get into it until we can get to that point. We're just cutting around. We're trying to break down the wall. And like if the quickest way through it, it's like, let's understand you. Right. Let, let's actually have a conversation because I deeply want to understand you. I don't want to give you advice. I don't want to do anything else other than understand you. And if we can understand you, then maybe we can figure out where you want to go. Because as yeah. much as the work that I'm I'm doing, the thing that I want to hear is I want to hear that's right, not a you're right. Because uh, that's right, it means, oh, yeah, that is right. That's me owning that. Right. that uh, I'm seeing it versus, yeah, you're right. Be like, oh, you've given me a piece of advice. You hear a, oh, yeah, you're right with that kind of body language. It's almost language. a submission like, of defeat you've right just, there, isn't it? You've, that's gone in one ear, out the other, and off the other shoulder. It's just like, okay, does, does this shut you up now? That's right as a light bulb moment going ding. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. And don't you love those? I love those. And that's what I do. What I, what, why I love what I do is like you get, you can see the light bulb moment in somebody's eyes yeah. where they're just like, you hit them with something. They're probably going to go F you. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, like I tell all my clients that I want you to say F you to me, right? Yeah. Like I want you to say it. I, 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 that means we're doing the real work because we've hit on something. Right. We've gone into a place of into the uncomfortable. Um, it, it, we go into this brave space where we can practice. You're going to be heard and you're going to be, a, we're going to be a, allowed to get messy with it. Let's, let's do that because that's where the real work's going to come. How do you stay? I mean, balanced is such a balanced, I guess, uh, you know, I, I have this analogy I use all the time and I, I like ad nauseum, probably way too much. The podcast listeners are probably like, oh, not this one again. <laughs> Talk about the sponge, right? Like yeah. how do you keep your sponge hydrated? You take your sponge and you're hydrating all these other people, right? Like yeah. you're using it. But at the end of the day, um, if you wring that thing out and it's got no water in it, mm -hmm. you know, you're not good for anybody. You're doing this for people all the time. Yeah. How do you keep your sponge hydrated? Ooh, good question. Uh, well, you know, well, first off, you have to understand that you are the sponge, right? Like, and that you need to be hydrated to do whatever. Self-care. Self-care Self -care is, is extremely important. You, you got to find that water, right? Like I talk about like filling your serving from your saucer where you basically have your 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 bucket of life or, or love or whatever you want to say it's yeah. the overflow that should be going to others right because you can't serve somebody from an empty spot just like your sponge analogy or metaphor is like well it's useless to you can't you can't clean with it you can't you can't like yeah. water or whatever that sponge needs to do is like it, it's useless yeah so do you think running it to the point of being useless is a good thing no okay cool well then what fills that sponge yeah well laughter playing a game working with my own coach you know like exercise all these things be like well when was the last time you did any of those well i don't got time for that uh-huh 
So do you really want to be the sponge? <laughs> right. So so you have your own coach. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, I, I've, I keep hearing this. And, and it's it's funny. I'm on the search for a mentor right now because I know that it's it's really important always to have a mentor. Yeah. And I mean, the, the, the previous person that I had is uh, has moved on. And, and it's like, OK, how? And there are many people who I, I I mentor off of, you know, and they don't even know it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I'm just, you know, my comet has moved into the direction of their comet. I'm letting them drafting <laughs> off them, you know, as we, we, we fly through space. Yeah. Uh, that's very important. I think for, for coaches, therapists, yeah. uh, counselors to say, no, 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 I do too. I have them as well. Well, wouldn't it be a little like hypocritical of me to be here saying, Hey, I'm a coach and this is what I do. Oh, do you have one? Like, no, they're too expensive. <laughs> like that's crazy. <laughs> No, I'm I'm good. I've done my work. Like here's first off, hilarious, right? Like and people that are in that profession who don't drink their own medicine, be yeah. like, do you really want to be taking it from them? Yeah. Are they? How, where's their sponge at? Right? What's their real purpose? Are you just a transaction? Mm. Uh, so like, I think that you know what though, guys who haven't gone to counseling, therapy, coaching, whatever, you, yeah. whatever the discipline. Right. I think a lot of guys, I think that's one of the, one of the blocks. I think a lot of guys think, am I just a transaction? Is this a, it's a waste of money. It's a yeah. waste of time. Right. I think that's a oh, great, I, that's a great way of putting that. I'm yeah. glad you mentioned that. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And I've had the exact same thoughts in the past too. Right. Like uh, some of the work that I've done this in the last two years has been like, I've spent, this isn't like, this isn't humble brag or anything, but no. like I've spent more financially in the last like year and a half on my own development than I have probably the 40 years before that. Right? right. And I look at that going, wow, this makes sense about why I'm where I'm at now versus where I was. Right. Right. I, and I'd had coaches and stuff throughout my last kind of like 10 years. And I'm very grateful for the, the work and kind of the eye opening things. It's, it, it takes time. Yeah. Like there is no silver bullet to it, unfortunately. Right. Um, and, and the work is never done. It's just like the, what is it? The Hydra or whatever you slice one, one of its heads off and seven more show yeah, up yeah, behind yeah, it. Right. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be like, Oh man, I'm finally getting good at lifting this like emotional problem. And life goes awesome. Boop. Here's, yeah. here's, here's the next one. Yeah. Oh, back to starting, you know, back to only doing one rep of it. it yes. It's just, it's, I use the gym metaphor a lot to be like, you're going to get to this point of plateau and then you're going to stop seeing changes. Be like, well, what's next? Yes. Where are you going to push yourself next? Now, I, I truly believe that we're happy as a, as, as a race when we have heavy things to lift. Yes. Now, that doesn't just mean physical, but like I'm talking like physical, emotional and spiritual. Like yes. w- when you're doing heavy work and just just facing it and stepping into it, that's I think where the where the happiness and enjoyment really is. Yes. Because when we're not. We're actually losing capacity to live. So is this still water? I don't know. I forget this is the yeah. thing about still water, right? Well, be like you can either be the pond filled with mosquitoes or you can be the raging yeah. river. Yes. Right. Like, what do you want to be? Or you could even flip that to the ocean. The ocean's constantly moving and it can be beautiful, but if you mess with it and underestimate it, it'll suck you down to the bottom. Absolutely. I, I want to go back. Time gets so damn slippery when we do this. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> we still got a few minutes left. Thank goodness. I want to talk about that self-care thing. Cause yeah. I, I did write, you know, you talk about the book. I did write it. Um, the book is called she changed me. That's the first time I think I've even said it on the podcast here. Go to she changed me.com. If you want to see what the book is, it's about how my wife and I uh, negotiated the uh, rough waters of my granddaughter going through cancer. It was a, but, but there's a, there's a part in the book. I tell you, the biggest life lesson about self-care I ever learned was during that trip. Yeah. Uh, we were down in Vancouver for five months, BC Children's Hospital the whole time. And um, oh my God, was I ever humbled when it came to self-care. There are so many men out there right now, and I can fully say that I was one of them. Okay. Where they were like, okay, you know what? Provide for my family. Yeah. Make sure that uh, the, the roof is over the head. The food is in the bellies. Um, if events are happening, make sure you're that person for them, that you can be that dependable rock work, eat the shit. If you're eating shit at work, you eat the shit, eat the shit, eat the yeah. shit. You don't never mind the idea of thinking for something bigger or better, uh, and, and, and going to work towards it. If it's like, no, this is my lot in life. This is how it's going to happen. I've lived that. I understand it. And I have understood what it's like when your sponge becomes bone dry. There's a lot of guys listening to this podcast who are that way right now. They're yeah. literally running on that treadmill 
Never mind, they haven't even discovered their purpose. They haven't even discovered. They're just running on that treadmill, and and it's and it's it's um, the realization of self care and how important it is. I'll, I'll use it really quickly. I'll tell the story. I tell the story in the book, but but two days after we got to BC Children's Hospital, um, the kids got to stay at Ronald McDonald House. Candy and I were the grandparents, so we had to figure out our own stuff. But we were constantly going to Ronald McDonald House to see the kids. And with the baby. Yeah. And um, I looked, I'm a gigantic Los Angeles Kings fan that I have talked about on the podcast. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge Kings fan. And as we're going through Ronald McDonald House, I look and I see an LA Kings logo. I'm like, what the heck? Well, one of the Canucks had donated club seats for some people from Ronald McDonald House. Yeah. I was like, well, how do you, how do you, how do you get these I, at the, at the, at the counter? And she's like, oh, just put your name in and, you know, we'll decide who gets them. I don't think anybody's put their name in for them. I'm like, all right. So I put my son's name in and my name and. Let's do it, right? Yeah. We get a call 45 minutes later or whatever. <laughs> take the kids out for lunch or whatever. We get a call. Hey, you want to go to the Canucks game tonight? Happen to be the Kings in town. You're like, um, yes. Yeah. I'll tell you this, though. And even though we had our daughter-in-law and my wife and Alara squared away, right? And they were having a good old night. Yeah. I did not. I had Drew Doughty waved at me. Okay. That was huge. Like, I walked down and I, I pointed at him. He looked at me and pointed at me on the ice. Okay. I had a shitty time at that game. And it was because I didn't give myself, I felt guilty. Yeah. I felt guilty that I was going to see the LA Kings, which is one of my greatest joys since I was a child. Yeah. But I felt guilty because Alara's here at BC Children's Hospital. She's got surgery in a couple of days and we didn't know what to, and I literally felt so guilty about it until I broke about a month later, I broke during that process and the self care thing became, um, it, it just, it revealed itself to me. Yeah. You know, fast forward to six weeks later, uh, Bill Burr's in town. My buddy from Vancouver said, hey, stop what you're doing. Tonight, I'm taking you to go see Bill Burr. And I had learned that lesson. Yeah. And, I, and, I, and I had so much fun laughing. The laughing was just, oh, my God, it was so necessary. And I gave myself permission there to laugh. And it filled my sponge. Yeah. Guys out there who are, are in that boat and you don't exercise self-care, you're not being selfish. You, I'm just telling you that straight up. Sorry, I monologued there no, for a minute, but dude. but I mean, yeah, I know that's what you teach guys to do, right? It's just so important. Like it is that that you've said the word permission, right? Yeah. It, like we need to get past this like shame of like, oh, am I not being enough provider? What if I'm having fun? Be like, have the fun. Yeah, you, you know what you talked about. Like part of you you used also mentioned purpose. Like, well, where's my purpose? Be like, your purpose is to live. Live a full life. Yeah. That is your purpose, right? Like, go live, and what you will find from that is like your your purpose will change over time. Yes, but it will show up because you choose to live fully towards it. Yeah. Who knows what it is? Mine's going to change. Mine's changed multiple times, but I know by living and by stepping into it and being okay with like giving myself some self care is what's going to be that path to it. You need to laugh. Like yeah. there, there was nothing that was going to change that situation, but, but, and you could have still enjoyed your favorite team. Yeah. Right? I it filled up, it would have filled up my tank. Yeah. It was an opportunity. If I could go back and do that over again, I would have enjoyed the hell out of that night yeah. because it was an opportunity to fill my tank when my family needed me. Yeah. You know, and how would you rather, what would you rather do, whatever it is, whoever it is that you're serving, whether it's your family, whether it's your spiritual life, whether it's your work, whatever, would you rather serve it with a full tank or an empty tank? Oh, yeah. Right? Well, well it comes down <laughs> to the, you're going to be the person that's not present for his kids, for his wife, maybe got another divorce on on the horizon. Yep. Like, oh, that's going to suck. Be like, or you could actually take care of yourself and yep. you could have your rituals with your kids and with your wife and with your friends and your work and you can actually find the enjoyment in the process. Yes. I, I don't think the enjoyment comes from the attaining of the goals, but you can enjoy the steps. Yeah. And if you can enjoy the steps, then you are so much further ahead than everybody else. Learn to enjoy yes. the steps. See, we had a, we had a WWE or former WWE wrestler on the, uh, on the other day. And, and, and he was talking about, it. it was a 15 year journey to get to the WWE. He worked there for six years and then, and then, you know, COVID happened and yeah. all that. And he's now independent, but it was, it's so funny how many people think, okay, I'm going to work my ass off, work my ass off, work my ass off that, that goal going to the WWE to perform at the highest level. Right. Yeah. Okay. You get there. It's not done. It's just beginning at that point. Oh, yeah. And I think that when it comes to goals, that's where we got to realistically go, okay, life's going to go on. Yeah. Even when you start achieving this goal, these goals, okay. That's when the, 
that's when the journey really begins when you get to that place. And I think many times we live lives where we think that destination is it and 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 the curtain goes down and the show's over and that's it because you made it and it's not like that at all then the lights go out and you're like where'd everybody go yeah Uh oh yeah right like you know even like the the astronauts that first went to the moon came back to this fanfare and then it was over yeah like most of them were in depressions for years because what's next everything led to that and so like We'll rattle on for the goal thing. Like if you are goal focused, as you're getting close to your goal, prep for what's next mm. so that you don't okay. lose. So you don't lose the the momentum of getting to that goal. That goal is helping you. Whatever that is, if you've set it, then it's good and it's the right one to go to. If it's moving you, however that is, it's one step each day. Take it. And when you know that you're close to it, Plan the next one yeah. so that you can, and then celebrate when you attain it. Because yes. you got to, because men, I imagine you are like how I was and how most of my friends are that I know. We don't celebrate anything. Yep. We stop yep. and we go, okay, what's next? No, celebrate it. Yes. You know, celebrate it, remember it, and then go on to the next thing. Yeah. Because why are you working so hard if you're not even going to enjoy it? You're yeah. going to wait to retirement? Great. Guess what happens? Oh, I know. Most of those guys die. Yep. Within a few years. Yep. That's the one that that's the one that kills me, because there are so many guys where they're that's their that's their focal point, and and you talk about they're not even focused on, you know, they've got this goal of retirement. Yeah. But they're not doing what you're talking about, saying, okay, during retirement, I'm going to do this and this and this and this and this and this and this. Like yeah. they don't talk about how busy their life is going to be when that big chunk of their life um, is now open that yeah. we they were spending time working. And that's where that purposelessness oh. really, really comes in. Yeah, I love the idea of, yeah, you've got a goal that you're working towards, but, you know, start doing some drawing as yeah. to what it's going to look like when you achieve that goal and what's next. Yeah, well, like where, where is this leading you to? Where is right? it leading like, you to? Right. Well, is there bigger macro goals that these mi- micro goals are leading you to? Like, you know, exercise for myself is like, I want to have a dance party when I'm 100. <laughs> so I get up in the morning and I work out. Right. Why? Because a hundred-year-old me will be very thankful that I did that, because it will be very painful if I don't. It's going to be hard to right? floss at a hundred if you don't. It's uh, going to be for it. extremely hard to be dancing and shaking my ass up on that table if I'm not doing <laughs> oh, my stretches it's on the table now. now. Oh my God! Yes, it's on the table. <laughs> Tie around my head and the whole thing. I already, this is this is happening, right? So th- this is, but it, and that is like part of that is my my macro goal for like exercising and keeping healthy. Um, and where was I going with that? Well, the goals, the whole hey, thing goal, about goals yeah. and, and knowing the the next step, even when you have a goal that you're working towards, what's the next step? You yeah, know, I, just, I just, I, I'm looking at buying one of those new Broncos, right? I'm going to buy yeah, a, one, of the, one of the big Broncos. It's, 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 I've got a huge waiting list, whatever. I'm thinking about places I want to drive that thing. Oh yeah. The day that I get it, where you that's going? not where the, that's not where the, the, the journey ends. Ah, I got my Bronco. It's done. No, it's the places that I get to go in it. Yeah. That's the part that I'm excited about. I can't wait to take the roof off of it and drive downtown. I can't oh. wait to take it on a road trip down to Vancouver. I can't wait to take it out, you know, on some on some trails and and, and see what it can do out there. Like, that's why I want the thing. Yeah. Not because to say that I did it and now the curtain goes down, right? Well, it's it's your it's literally your vehicle to more stories. Yeah. More adventures. Not just a metaphor. Yeah. It's 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 right because it's that's exactly right. And yeah. all uh, that's not even a metaphor. That's exactly right in this case. And, and I'm, I'm really excited that we talk about these things. We're 48 minutes. Uh, we like to go 45. <laughs> it, it, time gets so slippery with Eugene. I, I just, I'm so grateful that, uh, that you're in our lives. You've been cheering us on. We're cheering you on. Uh, it's been, uh, it was a pleasure to be on your show a few weeks back too. It was a pleasure to have you and Candy um, on it. My God, peeled back looks so good. It's so slick. And, uh, we're gonna, you're gonna share some of your production, uh, secrets with us a little bit to get us looking a little bit more, especially for the remote podcast, yeah. uh, the in-person ones. Hula Creative does a phenomenal job I, for our I am jealous of here. this setup, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it helps, you know, uh, we'll, we'll let the cat out of the bag a little bit with Hula Creative. That's 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 my stepson and yeah. his, his wife. That's their company. And, and, and we just happen to have a phenomenal 
video marketer uh as, as our yeah it's it's we're, we're very really blessed for yeah. all sorts of reasons but uh i just gotta tell you i'm so grateful that we're kind of on these parallel journeys together and um we can sharpen each other we can help each other grow and but i'm really grateful for what you do for people oh, and 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 thank you very much um my mom was a care aide and and she would come home and tell these stories about like she'd be all night at a at someone's house or or at the the manor that she worked for and you know she would talk about what some of these very vulnerable old people are going through at the later stages in life. And a lot of it's not pretty. And I would just yeah. listen to her and go, Oh my God, mom, I'm so grateful that there are people like you in the world oh, yeah. that do what you do. Gene, I feel that way about you. I'm really grateful that there are people in the world that do what you do to help us make our lives better. If people want to reach out to you, to your show, let's plug it again. What's yeah. the best way for people to reach you? Cause you do, you do coaching over remote, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. A total, uh, most of my clients are, are remote. Yeah. So not everybody lives in Kelowna that I work with. Yeah. And that's the beauty of what we get to do. So the easiest way to find me is just at, well, peelback.com or uh, find me on LinkedIn. So just Gene Bernier. At, at LinkedIn, or I think genebernier.com still takes you right to my uh, LinkedIn profile. So those are the those are the quickest and easiest ways. And the show is called Livecast Conversations with, and it airs live streams every Wednesday on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. Oh man, Gene, um, we're gonna say it again, like we said it last time. Please don't let this be the last time you appear on. I Heatcast. don't think that's gonna be a problem. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Me too. Thank you so much. And and as he starts to expand and whatnot. Um, we're going to have a place for coaches to come meet people. Oh, yeah. That's that's one of the things where he changed it goes to 2.0 or 3.0 or yeah. whatever in the next um, iteration. There's a whole pile of things in the roadmap. And, and part of that is 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 um, putting coaches and people who need to be coached together. Uh, I know you're with us for the long haul when oh, it comes yeah. to this stuff. So thank you very much for everything that you do. They go by so quickly. These episodes, uh, they are the highlight of my week. I'm so excited every time i see i get the best job of all because i get to have the conversations with these folks uh in person for the most part also remotely um thank you very much for being a passenger on this journey uh that is he changed it and some great things are coming down the pipe right now um as we speak in fact it's uh, uh an honor to be doing this it's a blessing to have you all join with us here on another episode of He Cast, the official podcast of He Changed It. My name is Mike Chisholm. Go change something.